Bills at all? Or yeah, welcome to welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast, episode two sixty two. The interrupter there is Ben. I'm your host today with two other soon to be hosts, Ben and Matt. And we're introducing Matt. And Ben's about to get his ass beat and Matt in here. We're gonna random team this out. And if you hear some clicking, I'm not sorry. Um so Ben and I had a bunch of draft shows planned, and uh, he did nothing, and I did nothing. So, um, and I'm just gonna blame him because it's easier. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we talked about the draft a little bit. I mean, what more do we really gotta say about the draft? I mean, training camp's coming up right now. I mean, we're gonna talk about these rookies, but I mean, to be honest with you, the rookies probably aren't gonna be the big storyline of the Bills this season. So, the draft real. I mean. As you get the the Jets, I mean, their team, if you're a Jets fan, they're going to be talking about the Jets because their team sucks and they need to worry about the draft. But the Bills, you know, the draft is important, but, I mean, it's really not as important. I mean, free agency, probably more important. But, I mean, we talked – we had a huge show on free agency. So, I mean, it's not like we haven't talked at all about the Bills. What, what do you – okay, let's put it this way, Ben. Let's be honest. Would you rather – put out content that is interesting and organic or try to pretend that we're going to do the best coverage that other brands that I think do great, which is cover one because they're grinders. They're going to get right down to it. And I might not agree with everybody's take on their show per se, because everybody has their own opinion. But if I want to go deep, we had Greg from cover one come on before the draft, you know? So, we also had Jason Tebow from Punch Drunk Sports, and he worked for the NFL Network. He's Andrew Siciliano's ear until the pandemic, so he was his lead producer. So um, that's kind of a big deal. Um, but the thing is, is, with the draft, too, you have to do things in a way of they might not – they might hit the field, and you're disappointing your players. And that's something that I think might have happened with some players that I don't want to name right now. Um, I guess I will. Like, I think Tremaine Edmonds, you give up. Um, if you agree that picks one through three in the draft are starters for your team and you gave up two extra ones for him, that even though he's young, that means he could start day one to be impactful. That's, you know, so... Um, I'm not saying that the team was disappointed in him, but I have heard stories of scouts going like, we can't wait to see this guy. And GMs, we can't wait to see him. And then he hits camp, and you're like, wait, where is he? So for Ben to spit it back to you, and then we'll get Matt in here, and we'll introduce Matt a little bit. But this is a little uh, coming up preview for training camp. Like, just to dive deeper, you brought up a big point about you know, to me earlier, running backs, is it something that is a big deal? You have a Josh Allen. We have the new O-line coach. There's so much to dive into that. I can't – you can name players off, and my head's going to be on my ass. This is off season. By the way, am I doing random team? What am I doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing three randoms. You got, just pick, like, three million. No, I did three teams. I got the Cardinals, Seahawks, Steelers, and I picked the Cardinals as the team I want to be. But, yeah, running backs are probably going to be big because the Bills – Last year they tried to establish the run. They really couldn't until the end of the season. I'm gonna have to go with the, the Chiefs. I'm sorry. All right, that's fine. I don't mean to do it, but I'm here to win. Whatever, whatever you have to do. Did you do all Madden or did yeah, you? Yeah, I did all Madden. Okay, good. So, um, yeah, the 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 running back thing. I have. I've never felt just a touch, a little preview for you, uh, Ben. And then, Matt, I want your opinion. I, I, I was arguing with you guys because I felt like the, 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 the offensive line was so stable and together and gelled when McDermott took it over, okay? And it systematically fell apart. You had square pegs and round holes right. going on. Well, part of it is, you know, missed, missed draft picks. Cody Ford was, you know, expected to be a big player, at least if not as right tackle starting quality NFL guard right now he's battling for a spot on the roster I mean that was a miss they shipped out Wyatt Teller who right now is like an all pro guard in the NFL and outside of that I mean I know you like John Feliciano but I mean it's not like Feliciano is really that good I mean they had Spain for a little bit I mean but they really haven't been able to get 
a nice cohesive you know offensive line that's that's gelled together it's sometimes not really about even having the best players on the offensive line it's just having an offensive line that works together you know and you know they get to their schemes and everything like that so i mean and they had some turnstiles you know on offensive line you know jordan mills and whatnot but i mean right now i mean i know you love your guy uh cromer and you also are gonna talk big on roger saffold because he's on your bad team but i mean to be honest with you, I mean, just the way the Bills' offensive line ended the season last year, and, and you can just look at the stats, just Rick Bates was off the charts. And to me, just watching the film, I really liked the way that, uh, you know, Spencer Brown played. And, of, of course, Deion Dawkins and Mitch Morse are awesome. So I think the offensive line is going to be big, and that's going to be big for the run game. Um, and, and you can talk um, – you've talked a lot, even, you know, if it's on record or off record, about uh, how, you know, the – the Bills last had their the top uh, rushing offense in the league when Aaron Cromer was the offensive line coach, and then they got rid of Aaron Cromer, and they really haven't had that good of a rushing attack anymore. Where, so. where did he go, though? He went to the Rams with Todd Gurley, who I recited all the time. I had a comedian on, shout out to Kevin Elliott, who is from L.A. He moved to Arizona, so he's an old-school Rams fan, right? Right. And he was telling me, like, around this time, um, two like, you know, years back, uh, McDermott's year one, he's like, dude, Gurley sucks, the O-line is trash, and, and next thing you know, Cromer goes there, and I just found out that Cromer didn't even run the same kind of scheme that he ran in Buffalo, so he primarily ran a power blocking scheme, I guess. I'm not the X's and O's guys. I'm some guy staring at walls who takes in information, okay? But he went to the Rams and ran a zone blocking scheme. Now, where the Bills screwed up was, long story short of it, is after five games of McDermott year one and the Bills offensive line not really doing well they went into the coaches room and said yo we did this before oh we almost got picked we did this before number one in the league yes it was by volume the Bills did run a lot and, and that is a big part of the stat okay but if you really look at it McDermott and his notepad, I was arguing with you earlier, not arguing, but just saying vocally loud that, like, the number one thing you should do is match up your systems with their personnel. Did they get the bone with, with Eric Wood and all that stuff? Sure. But, you know, there were moves they could have made to really invest in the old line and prep for your Josh Allen coming in through the draft. And what the problem is, is these guys that they've gotten cheap and they have gotten, you know, it's taken Bates how long? to fucking actually get some playing time. It's taken Teller to get onto another roster, you know, and, and, and it's concerning. And I'm really curious. I think the offensive line, I said it years ago on record, and you all know that this podcast is about documenting our shit talk. I said Mitch Morse is the linchpin. Once I saw that investment in Mitch Morse, finally the Bills coaching staff and GM invested in the O-line, I'm like, okay, I can take you serious now. Yeah, but before... Mitch Morris has been awesome. I mean, it's no coincidence that every year he's been on the team, the Bills have been in the playoffs. I mean, I, that really just goes hand-in-hand, in, hand, in my opinion. Um, Matt, um, let's put it to you while I focus on Hello. beating the shit out of this guy. So, talking to your mic. Hey, what's up, everyone? All right, cool. It works. So, what is your opinion on the Bills' run game, and what are you looking to see? All right, whoa, whoa, whoa. Aren't we just going to give him a warm welcome? Nah, he were all what, the what, way what? from Texas to you know, come podcast 2,000 fucking miles all the way up. Exactly. All guys, hey, Matt, from, jump into this shit. Come on. Fort Worth came came back to be on the show. He all decided, the way. you know, the Cowboys, they sucked this year. Mm. He decided to be on the Bills' bandwagon again. So, welcome back, Matt. Thank you. Glad to be back. It's good to actually be in studio this time than talking from my shitty Corolla, you know. So actually being a part of this team, you know, it's pretty cool. Wow. Um, last we heard Matt, he was on the Jamie podcast. No, which no, was no. In he Miami. was driving on to Texas. We called him in, but I mean, we it was only for like a minute that he was on that you know he, he was on, but I mean he he was technically on it for maybe a minute. Don't oh, fucking fumble, go. you piece of oh, shit. Oh, shit. Recover. I didn't we got a live one. So Pat Mahomes just fumbled because he's a pile of trash. I mean, it's expected. Um, he does nothing but run one way and look for the open guy. But 
I don't know if you guys know this, but Ben already punted me the box. That's what he does. He and, punts um, a Madden, ladies. Just so like, do you have any thoughts, man, on the run game? You're here all the way from Texas by default. Um, by default. Oh, that's oh, my shit. ball. Interception. Picked off. Are we going to get six? No. No. So what are you looking at with the Bills' run game? Do you think it, it, uh, I feel like Ben said we got a lot to work with. We got a lot of game tape between yeah. some, some, some risers. And Feliciano, Ben, to clarify, I like this tenacity. I like the heart he brought. The grit he brought to the team, the toughness. I don't think he was very good, but I feel like um, as a he's sport, a nitty gritty guy though. Who's he, gonna like that helps your team? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I I agree with you. He's he's not the most talented, you know, offensive line guy, but he's gonna you know work his ass off every play, and he's you know if he if you know he's going down, he's bringing the other guy I mean, down with him. Sappho's an upgrade, and oh, 100%. they had to get rid of him for cap purposes. It is a business, unfortunately. They're gonna lose players that you know. Oh my gosh, that is Pat Mahomes in a nutshell, right there. Yeah, but I mean, they're gonna lose players that fans like. I mean, we talked about it earlier. I mean, yeah, but he wasn't good. He wasn't really good, though. You're right. Like, you're not wrong. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying, like, it's the same thing with Cole Beasley and John Brown and you know Emmanuel Sanders. Don't even rap. Don't even bring me into Cole Beasley right now. Don't ever say that, bro. No other team has signed him, so it's not just that the Bills hate him or. Don't even say that, dude. That's that. That's you're just going with the Bills. Another Pat Mahomes fumble. Another Pat Mahomes fumble. You're just going with the corny narrative on that. That's stupid, because because Beasley is is. I'm not oh, saying that that Beasley's not good enough to play in the NFL, bro. But what? You just Dude, get what I'm he's saying. one of the top slot receivers in the league. He was second team but All Pro two years ago. Unfortunately, that's injuries have have you know been a concern. His I mean, injuries have been. You got hit fucked up in the ribs, dude. And then you have all the woke fucking we'll Bills fans. I mean, we'll yo, bro, see if you he have all. Plays. You have all the woke Bills fans coming at this cat. How much more? How much motivation you got to play this fucking game in Buffalo? Fuck that. Release me. I got enough money. And, and he's the only one to go on the line. One of the only ones to go on the line on behalf of all the league and, and all the shit du- that double down on it. in Miami. Double down on to ourselves. And, and that's why, to me, it's like I feel because of that, it's definitely tainted in Buffalo media. And that's why we're fucking talking. No, right I now. mean it, it, it because it's full of shit. And we even talk about it. Whenever there's a, a guns rights issue, what happens? All these fucking Buffalo media personalities. Some of them had on my own podcast too that I like. That they're like, oh, you know, we should really go with the social grift, whatever that is on Twitter. You guys have seen it, man. So Ben, I, I I'm, well, dude, okay. I, well, what he's saying though is okay. Facts. Cole Beasley is 33 years old. Uh, he is coming off a couple oh injuries. God, he didn't have, you know, over 800 yards last season. He's not like, you know, Devontae Adams or Tyreek Hill where he's, you know, such a hot come out. He's Cole Beasley. But I do agree that he's if, lost a step if, if the whole God. vaccine thing was never a thing, like let's say COVID didn't exist and he wasn't outspoken about the vaccine, not getting the vaccine. He probably would be on a team. I mean, they, I don't, I don't. They know can if be he mutually be exclusive team, though, because they still got rid of Sanders. John, I'm not Brown. saying he would be on I mean, Buffalo. You can see that you, well, but he would be on oh, a team. You're right, but he would I mean, be on I a team. I just think you look at the way that Bean has handled all the receivers. I only think the real exception may be, you know, say Diggs. If he's still in Buffalo in say like five years or so, I mean, well, five years is a long time. Well, I mean, he'll be exactly. But I'm saying if like Diggs wants to play his career out in Buffalo, hypothetically, I mean. That might be an exception, but I'm saying Bean doesn't really – he prioritizes younger receivers. So, yeah, I, mean, he I don't really think that the Bills letting go of, was Beasley. I think I, they probably would have moved on from him anyways, in my opinion. No, yeah. I mean, when you have a chance to get a younger guy in Jamison Crowder anyway, it's – Younger, it, it, faster. He can definitely do way more. You know, 1,000 yards we'll three see, seasons. We'll see, bro. We'll a thousand see. Yards, Mark it down. We'll see. 1,000 yards Man, in, I, I, with I like Sam Darnold as a quarterback. I like Crowder. He's a guy I've had a fantasy a lot. Um, he's somebody who finds space too. He's gonna but fit like Buffalo guys, perfectly. Guys, he was on the Redskins. He's he's he was a thousand yard receiver in New York, like with Adam Gase. Like that alone should be, you know, warrant to play for you know the future Super Bowl champion Buffalo Bills. Anyways, Dave, going back to your original question about the Bills running game, you know, I think this is the first year you know in the Josh Allen you know McDermott era where. The Bills legitimately have, you know, an actual legitimate running attack. Obviously, Singletary's been there the last, you know, what, three years now, and he's been reliable, you know, doesn't doesn't turn the ball over a lot, but he's not a guy who's going to, you know, wow you like, you know, 
LaShawn McCoy, old school LaShawn McCoy, you know, Jamal Charles. Um, Zach Moss, obviously, you know, he's, he's a fine, you know, second piece guy, but I still feel like Josh Allen has been the, you know, the most, you know, entire effect- team. No, well, the most effective running attack. But now, like, you know, we talked a little bit off camera, James Cook, uh, brother of former all pro Delvin Cook, you know, was electric at Georgia this year for that championship team. He's going to add an element. And Duke Johnson, who was a very solid, you know, player in, you know, the abysmal, Disgrace of a franchise, Houston Texans. It just adds another He's element. Actually on the Dolphins last. Oh, was that one well, the Dolphins? Yeah, he but he, but Dolphins he was a solid player year. in Houston, though. I think he had a hundred yard game against the Jets last, um, last year. If I'm, I'm not mistaken. But oh, it, over two. Come it just on. adds to the extra element that the Bills have. Like we all know, the Bills want to throw the ball. Like you want to use Josh Allen. You know the guy who's built in a fucking lab. But when you have that extra attack, that I feel like the Bills, you know, just has been lacking the last few years. It's going to make their offense even more dynamic. Um, obviously, like saying the O-line being, you know, effective, you know, plays a huge important role into that. But as long as they're solid, like they've been there the last two years, um, and that, you know, they have this consistent – I think they're going to be more running back by committee. It's not going to be, you know, boom, boom, boom. It's whoever's on. I think Singletary's on. probably going to start out as – He'll be the one for now. One, but And he'll probably get – like he'll probably get – like probably carries first, second down. Cook is probably going to be the primarily like third third down back, and they could do some different things. I mean, I think Cook will probably. Uh, how I, long do you tell me? Tell me what you're going to say. I'm not how long be do you tell, How long do you see? Oh, Cook is in the slot, and the whole Bills mafia loses their mind. Oh my God, Cook is he's, taking some fucking routes from the slot. Oh not, my he's God, not just going to play the, the slot. He's going to be lined up out wide too. He can do it all. He's he remind James Cook reminds me of how Reggie Bush was coming into college. You know what? This not as dynamic, him? but he reminds me of him. That was a nice run Ben just had, but we did totally miss that he threw a pick. I jammed the touchdown down. Stroke, I called it. And then I did a two-point conversion. I said Kelsey with the touchdown. He's going to give me the ball back here any Bro, minute. are you listening to your own podcast? I called that. Oh, okay. Kyler drops back. Is that a fly ball? So, run game-wise, I can't wait to see what Aaron Cromer does. So, to wrap that up. And, and, I, and I love and the cup pickup. It's going to be great. Where are you going besides I was losing? Going, I'm not going to be surprised if, you know, in, in a couple, you know, bit Give it a couple of weeks, and I wouldn't be surprised if Cook, you know, becomes RB1. I'll just say that. He, he'll I, be RB1 by the end of the season. I agree with you, absolutely. Well, hold on, though. Hold on, though. Uh, the, the way I know Dable's not there, but we were talking before, too. And the thing with football is you want to waste time in 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 the room with, with your practice time. So imagine – the other team and they have to go over some stupid fucking wildcat formation from scout team that sucks so now you got to break down three running backs now zach moss we were talking was fucked up from an acl surgery or something right Achilles. some kind of surgery or i don't know the deets right now but zach moss the media we never knew because again this is chess not checkers we never knew his fans that he was not 100%. So here we are evaluating him. Hey, man, is he that good? Is he that good? Whoa. There is a stable of running backs, as you guys said. So, like, you know, it could be one of two things. It could be either we got two new running backs, Zach Moss and Singletary on their last legs, or, you know, you got Singletary, I believe, coming in contract year, if I'm not mistaken, right, for Singletary. Third round pick. I think you're right, yeah. And Zach Moss, you know, his contract here I think would be the next year. Yeah. So it's like, you know, um, depends what you want to do. And make no mistake, man, there is a commodity in stuff. I don't know if that's in running backs necessarily um, right now. But one thing that's for sure is, you know, Brandon Bean, I like the quarterback stuff. Like they're definitely in the market of, hey, let's get the quarterback. Let's maybe put a Mitchell Trubisky on the bench, get him some fucking time, have him look good, and, like, I don't know. I'm kind of curious to transition a little bit. Like, do you guys see any pieces leaving the team? I got to let well, me know. Uh, I honestly I, I think Zach Moss is probably a I guy do too. you could probably see could either get cut or probably moved. I don't see Moss leave, uh, getting cut, but he and Singletary, they both yeah. remind me of guys who – 
Um, obviously, we look at like the the market for running backs. You know, you don't. No, you don't. I mean, well, hold on, hold on, real, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Has a high market. No, I don't either. But I'm just saying. You know, we don't. You know, they usually get one big contract that lasts for three, four years, and they're done. Um, you see, I I could see because I don't see Singletary or Moss as much as I. You know, we love them, and you know, think they've been great the last few years, and you know, they've had their awesome moments. Like, you're not winning a Super Bowl, or you know. With you because of Devin Singletary or Zach Moss. All right, but, I could see though. Hold okay, on. Okay, but all right, but let's go back and look at the last couple Super Bowl winners. For example, the Rams. Who was their Who was their top running back? Cam K- Akers, third Sam, round. Sony Michelle that year, exactly. Or so, so Sony Michelle. I mean, and the thing is, he was a a running back for the Patriots. Who, and how many Super Bowls did the Patriots win with Michelle? And yeah, Michelle is a first round pick, but he's never he been, has a, not been a top no, no, running back. Well, he's been reliable in the playoffs, but but sometimes that's all you need. I mean, even look at the Bucks. I mean, and and heck, the Chiefs before they didn't even have Edwards Hilary, who was their primary running. But back that's in what that I'm Super saying Bowl. that it I don't. Was Damian, it was uh, Damian Williams. Yeah, exactly, Damian well, Williams. I, that's what I look at the next year with the Buccaneers. Bucks, you know, they, Fournette. I know Fournette. Ronald was a, Jones too, what, though. You know, was a former top pick but yeah none of these teams have high level elite running backs. but that's that's why i say though i could see a single terry or a moss um sorry for that technical difficulty i could see why you know a single terry or moss you know let's say they have you know let's say single terry rushes for a thousand yards and you know 10 11 touchdowns and you know the bills either win the super bowl or they go really deep like we all know they're gonna do i could see a team like you know a, a jacksonville jaguars or you know, Houston Texans, who just, you know, has a ton in cap. The Texans obviously don't because of the whole Deshaun uh, situation. Uh, the, but the Jaguars aren't in the market for running back. Th- maybe not, not the Jaguars specifically, or, like, you know, Seattle, or just you one of these the re- rebuilding teams. Uh, You're not going to. Singletary's not a trade piece, and Moss is probably I don't think he's a trade piece, cut. but I'm saying if he does, like, next year when he's a free agent, if he says, you know I what, they're the going to offer me 20, 13, 15, 13, 14 million a year. He needs to have a big year. He, I think he probably knows that. He probably knows his market too, and and what he brings to the Bills. I mean, I think he, I think Singletary knows that. He never really had like a a big season unless he has like fifteen hundred yards this season, like twelve touchdowns. He can't really command that, and I don't think. He's well, I don't think he will command it. Either. Um, but I'm maybe not thirteen million, but you know, I could see him getting you know a decent payday from one of these you know smaller clubs. I don't, I don't see that just based off of how he's played. I mean. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, but we look at other other running backs, you know, who's even had more productive seasons, not get big second contracts. You know, Jay Ajayi. Uh, I mean, there's a ton of different running backs you can just look at who haven't gotten money, who've had more production than Devin Singletary. So, I mean, I don't, I don't really see Singletary having a a, a big market. It's just kind of the thing is running backs. I mean, you you look at. How many running backs with the throw of the century that have been like successful coming right out of the draft that haven't even been high draft picks? I mean, we just look at recently Dalvin Cook's second round pick, Jonathan Taylor's a second round pick, Derrick Henry's a second round pick. That's probably three of the top five running backs in the NFL. They're all second round picks. So, I mean, you don't need to take a, a, a running back in the first round, number four overall. And, you know, just based off contracts, you know, running backs aren't, you know, lasting as long as they, they you know, they have a short shelf life. Oh, my gosh. Well, Mahomes, oh, oh, incomplete. You just look at the life of an NFL running back. I mean, I don't, I don't see that. I mean, you know, you, you could, I mean, I could be, I could be, I could be wrong to be perfectly honest with you, but I mean, Mahomes the hill. We're going to miss that this year. I think Singletary is going to be like, he's either going to be like the head of the bills, you know, you know, three headed snake or whatever they do with a rushing attack. But I mean, the bills are going to. They're gonna use multiple running backs this season. Yeah, they'll be it's, back you know, committee. Pass catching or or whatever. I mean, I could see Moss being inactive in on most most days. I mean, if he makes a team, I mean, I think they'll carry four running backs. But you also have to think they also like carrying a special teams specialist at running back too. So I mean, if if Moss struggles, oh, shit. kick I is mean, no good. Could we see maybe you know. Someone you know else you know take that fourth running back spot. I mean, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, they, 
I thought Matt Breida actually had a pretty fine year, you know, as a Buffalo Bill, and they cut him uh, you know, as mean, soon as the off season. But the thing is, is like, opportunity. Breida, you got to get opportunity, and, and the thing is, is, like, the GMs are not gonna allow their fucking the picks thing. on the bench over I the free get agent. That, but it's like the same. They gotta really come you out say hard. It's like, I I thought the same thing a couple years ago about who who did we have before Breida. We had another veteran running back the year before. T.J. Yeldon. No, we had, it was 2020. Oh, there was geez. someone. We had another veteran running back, and like, and here's the thing: they all they're all starting to blend together because I mean, we also had T.J. Didn't Yeldon we have Latavius Murray at some at point? At one point, uh, no, we didn't have Latavius Murray, but but either way, they all kind I of mean, blend together. We haven't had really reli- reliable, you know, we haven't had a reliable, really veteran running back. I mean, I think Frank Gore was. Decent, but he was Dude, older. Frank, no, 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 no. Frank Gore stat-wise was awesome, and they actually phased him out. And the numbers, you can actually look into it, and I can show you the game situations too. And and no, Frank Gore was fine. And actually, Joe Marino from Lockdown Bills a year before they brought him in, he had his best season after yards after contact. Frank Gore when he was in Miami, uh, the year before he came to Buffalo. So. Um, no, dude. I, I, Frank Gore. He'd still be playing. I guarantee you. Hold on, don't let's not talk over each other. So look, Frank Gore. In fact, that's uh, that's kind of one of those things where I think he got a bad rap. But what I meant earlier too is, um, you you guys really dove in a little bit more, Ben, on the point about, um. You know, having three running backs. And that's what I was saying with Bill Belichick and the Wildcat stuff with Miami years back is Bill Belichick has three running backs, it seems, usually where you don't know who's going to start. So you have to prep for all of them. And that's kind of something where I feel like the Bills with Cook, you know, like we were saying before, like I miss that Shady McCoy. I miss that running back. That can run some routes and Reggie Bush, you know, yeah, but he not in Buffalo, Reggie Bush, but right. that style yeah. of like running and back. Just, I really miss that, and and that was my favorite part about Lashawn McCoy is he could do he could do a lot of stuff. Um, so I I think it's pretty important. Um, so I'm gonna wrap up on running backs. Cool, yeah, executive yeah. Decision. I guess we did have Yeldon for a couple of years, but I mean. Yeldon and Brita. I mean, the thing is, it's like, I don't, we could say it's like, I thought at one point that we didn't give enough, you know, snaps or touches to Yeldon. But I mean, as a fan, can I say, am I the one in practice that sees TJ Yeldon or Matt Brita playing every day? You know, am I the one, I mean, they're getting their touches, but I mean, Matt Brita and Yeldon both they're making critical mistakes. They're they're making drops, turning the ball over. I mean, they're not doing. Yeah, but anything not for with nothing. They're coming in cold, bro. You're got, you're trying that, to ask these guys to come I'm in also fucking saying, cold. But my first point still stands. I mean, we're not as a fan. I'm not in practice and seeing how they're doing every right. day. I think at the end of the day, what I really like is I like Duke Johnson. What he can bring because he brings stuff that you know Brita and Yeldon didn't have, and I think. Yeldon was not a very talented pass catcher because we saw, I don't know if you remember this play, but it was a 2019 game against the Patriots. I think it was John Brown who actually threw the pass. It was a reverse, and it was like third and goal or something. The Bills ended up having a turnover on downs that series. I think they lost the game by seven points, but that year they they ended up losing division, I think maybe by one game, and they lost both games to the Patriots head-to-head. But... I'm not sure if you remember that play specifically, but Yeldon was wide open. There was a reverse. John Brown threw the ball, and Yeldon just completely dropped it. The Bills probably would have won that game or had a much better chance, maybe even won that di- their division that season. Who knows if you know Yeldon caught the pass. So, I mean, <sighs> anyways, I, hear me out. Brita also, I don't think, really brought anything as a pass catcher, you look at Duke. Oh my yeah. gosh! And another caliber. Ooh! Oh, oh we're oh. gonna see him. Is he gonna go? Uh, he's gonna go. So hold on, hold on. Let's give them the game report. Uh, he started running with Kyler Murray. Oh shit! DK the hold D. On. Let me get oh the shit! This is horrible audio, guys. This is horrible audio. Listeners, sorry for the horrible audio. There's a play-by-play of a game you're not seeing, which is 
Ben just got his ass Kyler Murray racked at like the three yard line, which is not hard to do a quarterback some Madden. And I returned the ball. My guy ran out of gas, and I had the ball at the five with one minute and one second left in the second quarter with 14 nothing lead. Me, Kansas City, Arizona, zero. And Matt, back to you. What are you seeing with this gameplay here, bro? <laughs> I can see, you know, one team kicking ass and one team getting their ass kicked. I mean, turnovers I mean, he is, are a Kansas huge City Chiefs difference now. in this game. Is this well, what football's about, bro, is turnovers? It is. I mean, I think Dave has two turn. Chiefs got no, I, just two, touch, two turnovers, And man. I have another touchdown. Like, this is pretty fun. Mahomes with a John Elway type throw. I mean, can, we get, back. Know, can we get to know Matt more? I don't give a fuck about TJ Yeldon and the <laughs> stupid shit. So back. Let, I care about TJ Yeldon. About Duke Johnson. I think Dude, he can be a nice piece. Okay, that's the veteran back the Bills needed. But I'll end my soap. Uh, actually, actually, Duke no, 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 no. I, I, do you think you have more on Duke Johnson while you're on it? Actually? I think Duke Johnson is a nice player. I really do. I mean, I think honestly, I think. Do you pull Duke your Johnson shorts down and, and touch your James Cook are about? very similar players. Duke Johnson is obviously older, and I mean, right now James Cook is obviously more athletically gifted. But looking at what Johnson did coming out of Miami, all and right, bro, even pick what he a fucking play. Pros, Can we, we? The idea was to talk and play. I am playing. <laughs> okay, so check it out. So they got Duke Johnson, and and now here's what I find fun is I like to pick out what the, the corny the corny storylines are going to be. Cross is back. Is he in? He is. Wow. Okay. I mean, this is like, wow. oh, Matt, to Tyreek Hill. wait till there's a gap, and then we'll give the play. Now I forgot the story I was in. <laughs> My fault. We're talking about Duke Johnson. Okay, so what's going to happen here is the satire of all this, guys, is I think – the corny media articles, which is people now in training camp, they're going to have the most fun, which is our favorite part of fitting in where these pieces are going to go, right? And I mean, we're, at, we're doing it right now, basically. Right, right. But I think there's also a lot of football gnomers that are very corny that we're going to watch happen. And I can't wait to dive into the topics that are not so cookie cutter on it. So for example, how, Oh my God, nice throw. So uh, real quick, Ben just threw a touch on me, 26 seconds left. But I think the, the cook example of him lining up into the slot, I would like to just predict the storylines before it even happened. You know what I mean? So uh, is there anything in the running back slot, especially you, Max, you haven't talked as much about it that, you know, if you have an offensive line coach who can clearly adjust and coach talent from roster to roster, he's got a great reputation as far as being a coach. And um, it's to me, it's well documented for hours and hours and podcasts that the offensive line is my biggest, you know, you got the quarterback. Great. Let's get the line. So Matt, do you think that, having that final chess piece of O-line and run game that this is a real contender for a Super Bowl. I mean, you're a Cowboys fan, too, so you watch them. There's a reason I left Fort Worth, I mean. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but go on. No, but, like, it, it's hard for me to sometimes buy the Kool-Aid that they're that good because so what I hate the most is so many people talk on how good the team is. And then they have a couple of losing games, and then the stadium's empty out. I mean, you're about for the Bills? The same thing happened last year. I mean, everyone pretty much lost faith at the middle of the season when they were losing you know, a lot of those stupid games, like to the Jaguars, and they got blown out by the Colts. I mean, Bills fans basically gave up. I mean, even after the Patriots and Buccaneers game, and they still had a, a long season left. I mean, the division was still in hand. The number one seed was still in hand. I mean, but, I mean, you're you're not wrong about well, that whatsoever. Well, okay, Here, here's also what I want to say to all the people who are, like, rushing, you know, the Super Bowl. And, like, yes, when the Bills lose in the playoffs, it's heartbreaking. And we all feel like shit. We all want to kill ourselves. And, like, yes, Josh Allen's are the Super Bowl. But what people need to remember is that the Bills, you know, Josh Allen is, like, what, 26 years old. He, you know, 
kind of got to an organization that was in a rebuilding process with a second-year head coach with no offensive talent and already has definitely surpassed all our expectations as Bills fans. Now the Bills, last two playoff, let's go back to the last three playoff years under Josh Allen. Every year that he's been the full-time starter since week one, he's made the playoffs. Loses, you know, a game that, yes, they choked away, you know, it was a 16-point lead that, you know, also his first year, no weapons really, to one of the best quarterbacks in the league who the next week had like a 25-point lead on the eventual Super Bowl champions. So, okay, understandable is lost. Next year, obviously, loses in the AFC Championship to, you know, the reigning Super Bowl champions with arguably the best quarterback in the league. And the Bills spent a whole draft just for that game. Not just for that game, but you also got to remember, the Chiefs got better. They got Clyde Edwards-Elair. Uh, they got, you know, some pieces on defense. They they, they they lost to the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Yes, they should have played it. They played a horrible second half. McDermott didn't call a great game. Allen did not have his best game as a Bill. The O-line got destroyed. That's where the Bills lost the game. Was at the, uh, was Honestly, at the, though, if you one. go, I'm not sure if you've seen, like, I'm not going to probably go back and watch the last Kansas City game oh, for sucks. quite a while. I know some people have already gone back and watched it. I don't know how you can watch it. I don't do that. That, that shit's way too fresh. But, like, no, <laughs> still never. I've seen, like, replays of the 2020 or 2021 AFC Championship game, and, like, that game, like, isn't as fresh and, like, for some reason, probably didn't sting as much. It was annoying and having to deal with all the Chiefs fans online after. Like, I hated that. But, like, going back, the Bills actually just shot themselves in the foot because they drove on the Chiefs all game. Uh, Dable called a horrible game in the red zone. McDermott got super gun shy. Like, you know, he still did, does in big games and des- decides, you know, to punt, kick field goals. I mean, but the Bills had the ball in the red zone. So many times early on, they started that game nine nothing. So, I mean, that I mean even 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 that game. I mean, you could say the Bills had had their opportunities. They were up nine nothing. Can I ask you a question, yeah. Matt? And, and Ben, you go second. Would you feel that the Chiefs offensively have been driving in this game too that we're playing here? I mean, this looks like the classic, you know, the twenty, you know, eighteen, you know, Chiefs, just unstoppable. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to see how they do well, without. Okay, but that but that's but what, what I'm getting about, to. No, we're talking about the Madden game, Ben. Here, but, would yeah. you like to com- comment on this Chiefs offense just, just unloading to, its balls? On as a face? recap, Pat Mahomes is like you know, Madden loves him. Madden yeah. loves Pat Patties. I mean that any quarterback should get sacked there, but somehow he avoids out and gets sacked. Does get sacked? Okay, but and then we, he should have gotten tackled though. I mean the. Anyways, so back to what Ben was saying. You see that 30 over there, Ben? I'm going to try to hit Kels, this tight end, on the right. God damn, it's late. Yeah, so, I mean, you got nothing to do, bro. I got to be up early tomorrow. What time? Well, are we still going? Yeah, Yeah, we're we're still going. going. Oh, come on. We're getting to know you. This podcast is labeled NBF 262. I got to tomorrow, too. I got an 8 a.m. meeting with the VP, or the, um, yeah, with the president. Of All what? Right. President of what? Uh, the company. Um, well, you're almost president of Numbills Fan Podcast. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's more important. That's more important. Come on, man. Matt, you're on your priorities. All right, guys. Say, say bye. Sign out. All right. Thank you, everyone. Hey, wait, Numbills wait, Fan. Wait, Where can we Matt, find you, you on social media? Me? The game, our man game's not over. We're still <laughs> talking about the Bills. Like, the VP. Find me at Matt. You're going to get 15 more sleep. Come on, Matt. Thank you. 15 right. more minutes We're, of sleep, Matt. No, Are you that, kidding that, me? no, 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 that's cool. Well, right. yo, let's wrap this up. I don't got it. Well, hey, let's wrap this up. Ben, where can we find you on social media? Oh, I mean, you can find me on Instagram at Ben underscore Gramado or Twitter. It's just Ben Gramado. Uh, oh, you're going for it. Do you um, enjoy the Instagram? I love the Instagram. Uh, Matt, I'll see you later. I'm not really too big of a fan of Instagram. I don't know. Okay, so we might podcast tomorrow night. Why don't we continue? But honestly, like, our man game's still going. So Actually, we're not podcasting tomorrow night. So look, this is horrible audio. Let's focus here. So my Instagram is David J. Palermo. Numbills fan is on Instagram. You'll see clips regularly again, and we'll be back on the hunt. Sorry for all the noise and the commotion. 
Matt just left here. I don't know if he's got a finger being his butthole. I'm not judging him. Ben, what do you think he's doing? Uh, I don't know. Cause to be to be perfectly honest with you, I'm pretty sure I'm in the same meeting as him tomorrow, and I'm pretty sure it's at 8:45. So I think he's just. So I think I think his mom's making pizza. Yo, turn this off. I think his mom. <laughs> You know, it has the pizza rolls ready at home. They got a little bit cold. You know, he's getting a little hungry. You saw him going at your cookies, though. So we, I, this I, is, do, I mean, do we, we got to check in on my guy because do, he might have a sugar crash on the way home. Do we just pretend that we just ended a podcast while he's here, but we're going to keep going anyways and finish this game? It, the po- okay, the so that's over? a fake out. That's why. No, I kept it going. Keep going then. Yeah, so you got our social medias for now. That was your ad and horrible radio. I'm sorry. So look. Come on. This we, is a new. We got to plug ourselves at some point. This is this is a new is, process. Matt, I don't know if we even should plug Matt because Matt literally doesn't post on Instagram and his Twitter, like he doesn't really post on Twitter. Like he's, he's not a good follow, to be honest with you. So you know what we just did here, Ben? We just decided to do this podcast. And you know what? What? Don't go find the host. Don't follow him. Don't listen to the show. There's nothing to actually listen to. We don't know why you're here. But um, here's some Madden that you won't actually understand because you can't see it. And we didn't do video today because, uh, number one, I'm lazy. Two, I like to have it. We don't want Matt, you know, after all the sugar he's been eating today to, you know, crack the camera or, or offend any of our audience you know jesus Especially, i mean my guy i mean you saw the cookies i wouldn't I, okay so we went to wegmans shout out wegmans and uh i got cookies the wegmans cookies and uh i mean they're good cookies you know for some reason i have these children over my house and i gotta feed them i gotta hook them up with mics i gotta hook them up with wires Yo, bro, let's get rolling. And it's like, yo, bro, blunt three, because for some reason, they all canoe for those of you tokers out there. You're going to leave Kels wide open. Like, do you know what's going on here? Okay, classic Madden play. So I might not be the best at Madden, but I'll most likely give you a run for your money. How's that, folks? So I mean, anybody wants to talk shit, I need, I, turnovers, me. I have mad turnovers. But I'm still going to whoop the shit out of you. That's the thing. I'm going to spin move you here. You got a good tackle. So, I don't know what else to talk about, Ben. What else are you looking forward to? I think that the defensive line, Von Miller, is obviously a big talking point. I mean, I'm just really interested to see what they're doing with the defensive line because I know you said earlier when I brought up Daquan Jones, you didn't give a you know, fuck about because I don't know who, what but the fuck like, anybody exactly. is. Exactly, and that's the beauty of this defensive line. I think that's part of it. You know, Tim Suttle, the, the way that the defensive line is kind of being built is, and you kind of see it with with how you know Boogie Basham too, kind of a prototype. The Bills are trying to do some more hybrid stuff. They're trying to. They did it last year too a lot. They rotate a lot of guys on the defensive line. But I mean, they brought in more size, more speed. They brought in Von Miller. You know, more pass rushing ability. I mean, so to be honest with you, I mean, I really like what they did with the defensive line, bringing it back in Shaq Lawson and a really good. You know, I'm gonna plug cover run one here because they they. Had a really good interview with Shaq Lawson. I, I didn't see the whole thing, but I saw part of it, and then they kind of highlighted how good of a run defender Shaq Lawson is because I've been he saying really he's sealed the edge better than Trent Murphy, exactly. better than anybody on a team. Amazing run defender, and you know what? They also have an amazing pass rusher at defensive tackle who they who they brought back. Who actually I've been using on the the Cardinals and Madden. And and if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Jordan Phillips. Oh my gosh, you got so lucky there. I should have JJ Watt literally should have ran that back. Alright, so here's the deal with the D line, and then I'm probably gonna wrap up the podcast after this. So Yeah, I mean we only have five. There's always been game. resources in the D line, and I'm a chess guy. So it's like I look at how teams are built and you know the cool part about being a Bills fan is we've seen the Bills win every way possible without a quarterback, and we've seen that, like, you ever notice when people have their own, when they're starting their own small business and then their kids take it over, 
they can't run it as good as their parents because they're not counting the beans as right. tight. So, as a Bills fan, we've been pretty much counting the beans on like, okay, rounds one through three, we get day one starters, and they can be good. They just have to fit the system. They have to, obviously, when they get paid, love football, which is a tough one, man. You can't predict that, bro. But, um, the thing that's been bothering me with the Bills, and it's also a credit to the media team, is... The Bills, the last since McDermott's been in, they've had Boyko, as you were talking to me earlier. They have filled the media with positive Bills stuff, which is great. Because that's why the podcast started was, I was sick of ESPN being like, yo, the Bills suck. Just being a punchline, dude. They're players. These people come here. They get tax-heavy dollars, okay? The heaviest dollars in the league next to California, I would believe. Because they're the only team in New York. They're, I might joke that Jersey, that, that the Jets are in Jersey, but good riddance. You know what I mean? Good for them. Because those players have to save a little bit of money, I believe, on that. And the point being to you is, you know, you either build through the draft or you build through agency. But I feel like with the D-line, like, I don't know what the deal is. If it's McDermott's call in the in that room. But they've invested resources and resources and resources on a D-line after telling us, oh, Darius ain't good. Yeah, he had his issues, and I get it, man, you know. But they backed up a brain truck for Saro too late, and I get chewed out on Twitter. You just don't understand what his job is. No, I understand that he's one of the highest-paid defensive tackles. That contract was horrible. And then finally, years later, we all agree that contract was horrible. We just give it a pass. I'm not about giving a pass. I'm about, wait, you spent all this money on free agents for the team after a year of drafting the no, D-line and then after a year of this agree. and that. I think we can so, all agree that, like, after the 2019 or the 2020 playoffs, technically 2019-2020 season, the way Bean went out and reconstructed the defensive line was completely awful. Like, Mario Addison, Vernon Butler. So just much to money, name. bro. And, exactly. and the thing is, they're like mediocre free agents. Hold on, hold on. I mean, so, bro, bro, let me get back to you. So, you talk about like, showing, we, we talk about culture of showing yourself to the team. And it's like, look at all the money they paid to Trent Murphy coming off an ACL after one year. And the best part about Trent Murphy was his PDs. Now, from all accounts, due credit to Trent Murphy and his family, Nick Pop from the Red Pintle Tailgate was on. And he mentioned. That's how a cool big miss. how cool his how cool his family is at the tailgate. And so, you know, I'm bag on Trump Murphy. But my point to you being is that like, you know, I would rather that mer- that money go towards a Harrison Phillips and have him be in the mix than have it just be thrown away on guys that are free agents, didn't build with the team, and then you want to promote that, hey, man, you know, we really take care. No, you don't. You're just hot smoke like everybody else, and that's okay. But don't fucking lie to me. And we could say Harrison Phillips, it's not the point. It's the point of we buy into our guys. But no, you'll pay a Trent Murphy off the street way too much money, and then he has to split reps with the Shaq Lawson, who is already found money, and then... Trent Murphy's there for another fucking year after after Shaq Lawson's gone because he decided to pay Trent Murphy a bunch of money to do nothing but imitate Chris Kelsey 2.0. So it's like, you know what I'm a saying, bro? worst version of Chris Kelsey. Right. And, and it's just like, dude, I, 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 you know, Who's man, that other guy, Ryan Denny? He was like even worse than Ryan Denny. And bro, I'm a very red-pilled person when it comes to this bill stuff, so it's been hard for me to spend money for years going to these games and then see this offensive line just being shambles from the coaching part from the beginning of inception of McDermott. The O-line's always been an issue. And then see just the Brinks truck always backed up for something on the defensive line. And now we somehow got away with Trey White as the one solid defensive back for how fucking long? You know what I mean? You mean cornerback because, I mean, since they – the first thing they did, you forget, under McDermott was basically sign um, – Yeah, you're right. I'm saying, and, I'm saying like for yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. two defensive back or, or cornerbacks. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Did it again. Um, but I'm just busy scoring touchdowns on you. With Travis Kelsey, of course. It, what it is, you know what I mean? I mean, this would be a decent game. I should have went for two last possession. I botched the extra point. I'm going to so go badly. for two now to put myself up by a lot more. Okay. I'm going to return this. Did Mike beat your ass, too? 
He he zipped me. Oh, dude, you're yeah. just you're just fucking cannon fodder. You can't hang with the big boys, All bro. All right, well, well I, sh- I. Are mean, you we'll sure see. you want to expose yourself on Twitch? Uh, sure. I, I see. The thing is about me, I like to talk a lot, and even if I don't back it up, I still, you know, you put in a good effort. I still will. Me too. Me too. Yeah, I still you will go down the game. fighting. I'm competitive. Yeah, I like. I like going down. I like putting in my best effort. I, you know, I like competing. I'll give you my best effort. Yeah, that's how I am too. And and what's I cool mean, about me, you can always get better at the game. That's I'm, what I'm, I love about it. And the it. thing is, I. I honestly haven't played Madden too frequently recently. I I need to get a PS5. That's one of the things I'm probably gonna do before the season starts. Um. Well, where can we where can we find you on social media? Let's write this bitch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, I want to at least get to twenty, so I only lose by one score. But yeah, but you're busy getting sacked. Yeah. And uh, there's three forty three left. You might want to leave my house before you cry. Yeah, I know. We'll finish the game after we pause this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, um, so I mean, social. Already, I already said it, but you can find me at Ben Gramado. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, ben just got intercepted. So while, Murray while has been terrible today. While I'm running the score up, he'll give you his social media. Yeah, Ben Gramado on Twitter. Ben underscore Gramado on Instagram. Cool. Uh, follow Numb Bills, man. Make sure you check. I'm going to double down. We're all going to double down on Instagram this year. Um, it's my favorite platform. The Reels is really cool. It's like Oh, TikTok. yeah. That's the one thing I like about Instagram is the Reels, but I don't yeah. know. But the stories, too. It's like if there's any breaking news, expect us to post some stuff and have fun. And uh, you know the deal. We'll interview the people who obsess over the stuff. I don't claim to know much. I just I, I just do the... I, I've always played Tecmo Bowl, Madden, whatever. I also have a small little drywall business. And I look at things from a business standpoint, fan standpoint. You know, players are still employees. You know what I mean? They're still us. They're workers, right? So, and, and, and they're limited in what they can say. So, players like Cole Beasley that we touched on earlier, I will always go to that, to that dude for what he said. And, and, and the fact that, you know, a lot of players, they have integrity in the league. And frankly, um... Ben, you might not know this. I thought about never podcasting again because of the whole political shit involvement in sports. But then I realized that, like, there needs to be some media that goes against the mainstream media. And uh, whatever happens, we might be in parallel with some mainstream media, too. It doesn't matter. It's just, you know, I'm not just going to grift towards some social thing because... That's what the team thinks I should do, and it's run by numbers and money, not humans. So, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Um, Subscribe I, to the YouTube. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna watch some classical videos. So, uh, Numb Bills fan everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, not as much, but uh, David J. Palermo, Ben Gramado, and that was Matt from Starbucks. See ya. Yeah, that's Matt from Starbucks. That's all he is. That's Matt from Starbucks, the true barista. Peace.